Hey there, welcome to the Mile High Church Podcast. Adventure in Faith 2020 starts this Sunday, October 11th. Be in community, join a small group, and take our faith assessment quiz. Details at milehighchurch.org. And now, some spiritual conversation followed by Chris Plim with her talk, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Universe. Welcome to WNL Wednesday Night Live. I'm so thrilled to be here with you this evening. I'm Reverend Jackie, and I'm looking forward to a great evening, and I know you have lots of options for what you can do on a Wednesday night, and I'm glad you've chosen to get that spiritual uplift that you need midweek by joining us. Thanks for being here. And our topic tonight is we're going to be looking at the universe, speaking of the song, and we all know that we live in that open accepting universe, and so I know that Reverend Chris's message tonight will touch all of us. And so now to get us ready for that special evening, I'm going to ask each person who's watching this to take in a deep breath and then let it out. And do this several times because it'll get you to that centered space. And in that centered space is the universe, that spark of the universe within you. So always breathe because you're breathing the breath of God and God is breathing you also. You know, I just want to say to all of those that are watching tonight that the ministers and staff absolutely love you. We miss having you here. We miss looking around and seeing your smiling faces. Everything we do here, our Wednesday night services, Sundays, the pet blessing, everything that we do, we do it for you. We don't do it for ourselves. The message tonight, I hope you will find some, some nugget, something in it that brings you to a new level of understanding of yourself or of this world we're living in. But we always do it for you. So thank you, Mile High Church, for you are Mile High Church. Thank you for what you do and the goodness you bring. Okay, let's get on with the message. So, many of you are familiar with the book, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Yes, I stole the name and made it The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Universe. And at first I was really going to talk about that book, but Spirit led me elsewhere. So I'm going to talk about who we are in this universe and what we can do to enhance our connection with the divine. So first of all, let me ask you, what is a hitchhiker? Well, a hitchhiker is we think of normally a person or someone who gets a free ride on someone else's vehicle. And yes, the hitchhiker is the person, but there's something inside of us that is more of a hitchhiker. Our very soul, that immortal part of us, is a hitchhiker also. It's hitchhiking on us, it is expressing as us. So there's a couple of lines from What We Believe by Ernest Holmes that I felt were so appropriate for this evening 
to really ground us in who we are as hitchhikers in this universe. We believe in God, the living spirit almighty, one indestructible, absolute, and self-existent cause. This one manifests itself in and through all creation, but it is not absorbed by its creation. The manifest universe is the body of God. It is the logical and necessary outcome of the infinite self-knowingness of God. So that's what the universe is. And then Holmes goes on to say, we believe in the individualization of the spirit in us and that all people are individualizations of that spirit. So that's who you and I are. Yes, we see this world, this manifestation, but inside, in our inner world, our soul is the cosmic level entity that we really are. We are, these bodies are electromagnetic fields. So we pull into us whatever we give out. So you hear us in, in the science of mind and the teachings of this church. We talk so much about what your thoughts are, that's what you get. We talk about change your thinking, change your life. Um, I had the opportunity to watch a little lecture by Deepak Chopra a few evenings ago. And he said that God has no attributes per se. God is infinite potential. It's formless. And yet, it manifests as us through these electromagnetic fields, through that infinite potential. Um, we have many attributes, and we're going to talk about a few of those this evening. But I want to share another quote by Michael Beckwith. Everything you want, hope for, or desire has already been given to you. You've been given the mother load of infinite potential and possibilities. Everything that God is, accept it, receive it. To be human is to recognize that we are part of a world that we did not make. And yet we are here, there was someone, someone something, that God essence is greater than us. It's been around far longer than us. And our study of the universe, time, and space is called cosmology. When we recover our sense of our wholeness as part of this universe, we bring that sense of cosmology into our everyday lives. And meaning, meaning returns when we have a sense of who we are in this great universe. When cosmology is missing, meaning is missing. We manufacture many idols to fill that void. And those idols might be technology, they might be money, they might be um, a lack of respect for Mother Earth, uh, they might be our general busyness, they might be our addictions. You've probably got a few you can name in your own life. Thomas Aquinas reminds us 
that the most excellent thing in the universe is the universe. The universe is not the human. It is the um, universe itself. And that all creatures, not only us, but all creatures on this earth, are here to serve the universe. The universe is our primary mother, father, God. It conceived us, birthed us. It gives us all the things we need for our lives. It gives us water, sun, plants, um, the moon, the oceans, the land, the tides, uh, water, heat, everything, the beauty and wonder of this world. A sense of the universe in our heart expands our horizons and puts our work and business, our politics and economics, our religion in a far greater context than the one that we think of as our mere human identity. It puts things in the context of creation itself. The Lakota, the Lakota pray all our relations. They see that every creature, every living plant, everything is part of this universe. Potawatomi elder Robin Kimmerer asserts, we need acts of restoration, not only for polluted water and degraded lands, but also for our relationship to the world. We need to restore honor in the way we live so that when we walk through the world, we don't have to avert our eyes in shame. We can hold our heads high and receive the respectful acknowledgement of the rest of Earth's beings. More and more people have become open to drinking in the wisdom of the Earth, and many spiritual traditions and practices have been created to other honor Mother Earth and this universe. A quote from Richard Rohr, which I think also gets into this soul entity that we're talking about. Deep within us all, there is an amazing inner sanctuary of the soul, a holy place, a divine center, a speaking voice, to which may, we may continually return. Eternity is at our hearts pressing upon our time-torn lives, warming us with intimations of an astounding destiny, calling us home unto itself. Yielding to these persuasions, gladly committing ourselves in body and soul, utterly and completely, to that light within is the beginning of the true life. So we can ask ourselves, have we created the best versions of ourselves? And how can we go forward in creating better and better versions of ourselves? Courage is one of the answers. One of the things we need to live out our lives from a cosmological perspective 
And yes, I use big words, but that is courage. Courage, again, as Thomas Aquinas taught, is the most basic of all moral virtues. Without courage, no other virtue is sustained or sustainable. Fear will accomplish little or nothing, and it will taint whatever it touches. Courage stands up to fear. So some people ask, how do you teach courage? Is courage teachable? Well, we can study the teachings of the wisdom traditions as to how to develop the warrior side of ourselves and how to encourage its development in ourselves and others. In these ways, we can teach courage. Another really fundamental thing that we humans have is we have the ability to meditate. Meditation and contemplation are our roads to understanding our inner selves and finding more about ourselves in this universe. Again, from Deepak Chopra, meditation transforms us in many ways that may be subtle. And as we meditate, we raise the consciousness of the planet. Meditation raises our vibrational connection with the universe, our emotions and actions that come from the heart of meditation influence our greater world. This is from Matthew Fox. During the course of meditation, we incidentally aim at the renovation of our entire being. And the more profound our concentration upon our ideal, that dream that Jennifer referred to, the more rapid will our transformation be. David Bohm, a scientist that was really instrumental in the development of quantum physics and quantum mechanics, stated, space is not empty. It is the ground of existence for everything, including ourselves. Bohm looked at the sky, at the universe, as the immense ground of being. He thought that material things, what we perceive, are the holes in the universe where energy has collapsed. Quantum physics and quantum mechanics may be moving us closer to a real understanding of our universe. To kind of sum this up, What are we called to be as hitchhikers of the universe? What is our greatest strength? Can we use our courage to become better and better stewards and planetary beings? Can we recognize our oneness with planet Earth and with this universe and use meditation and contemplation as our road to a greater understanding of who we are and who we shall be in the future. We've changed the format some this evening 
And so now I invite you to go into prayer with me. There is one God, one life, one spirit, one ultimate identity, one ultimate energy, one ultimate electromagnetic field. We call this God. We call this life. We recognize that it is the very air we breathe. It is our very hearts that are being. It is our thoughts and dreams. It is our connection with the universe. That soul, that immortal entity within us is God. Our soul is not contained in our body. It is outside of our body and so much bigger so much grander, so much more manifest than we could even imagine. As we remember who we are, we also remember in this time that we are given all the gifts of this universe, that prosperity, abundance, health, well-being, gratitude, All of this is within us. We recognize beauty and joy in our lives. And we give thanks for it all. So we recognize and we claim for ourselves that our relationships are healthy. That our well-being is assured. That prosperity is all around us. We simply need to recognize it and give thanks. That right action is our lives and flows to us as we sit in that state of being in communion with the divine. And so as I recognize all of this, I am so grateful. Grateful for you, our congregation. Grateful for being with you this evening and sharing a few thoughts grateful for this universe, grateful to be a hitchhiker, grateful to know that we are always ever evolving. And as hitchhikers, we are going into more, greater, and larger universes than we can even imagine. For all of this, I am so thankful. And so these words are released in gratitude and love. For they were created in God, as God, and through God. And so it is. Thank you for listening to the Mile High Church Podcast. This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners like you. If you'd like to make a donation, please visit us at milehighchurch.org. Have a fabulous day.